This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. What up, mine? It's about that time. Welcome to another episode of I Hate the Homies, and we glad that you do. Three, Rock Teasy's who I one. be. Episode number 84. All right, Rock, it's your boy Griff, a.k.a. Griff Stradamus, a.k.a. Jason the Jet Terry, a.k.a. Go Blue for Life. How about that? And I think of episode 84, I'm thinking of Randy Moss. Hall of Famer and uh, Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp, who broke the internet and probably ain't make no bread off of it. And I hate the homies. All them AKAs. Does he want to be an AKA? Do you want to be AKA, man? You want that pink and green, dog? I mean, dogs, how many AKAs? <laughs> yeah, I'll bring you to the 84. Randy Moss, that's all good. Shannon Sharp. Yeah. And he did break the internet with uh, Cat Williams. And he got paid. And he got paid. He for got it. paid a huge check from And YouTube. this is your boy, Super Day. But guess what, y'all? We, we don't, don't care. care. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you what we do care about. We're about the NFL playoffs. Yes, sir. We're going to recap the game from last week. Uh, then we're going to talk about and give you our predictions of the games this week. And you already know why I'm excited. I ain't even going to go into it yet. Y'all know what time it is. Detroit forever. Detroit forever. What up, though? <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't hold it in, dog. <laughs> I didn't know the man law violation. Oh man, yeah. We're gonna also talk about some uh NBA action, man. Um we're gonna talk about CD Lamb Mama. We gotta get into that. <laughs> this Dallas so probably just getting better and better, man. Right. God. So we're gonna see if we can get to all this, man. So let's get it popping. Ray Duggar, let's get it going. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. Yeah, huh? I've been geeking for this broadcast. Got me in my bag, cause all they do is talk a lot of trash. Wait until I see them face to face off of this podcast. What you gotta say now? Check the facts, don't have a wrong stat. Rock to he a genius as a sport, make Ricky smile, boy. Super Davey Holly come up short on like it's cowboys. Always controversial, grip call out plays, no rehearsal. Got me talking all in circles. I hate the homies. And Griff be laughing like it's funny. But they never bet no money. They my mans, but they throw me. Ah, I hate the homies. All right, so let's start off with the game that kicked the weekend off last week. Baltimore Ravens beating the Houston Texans. And, um... go ahead and go first you know what i'm saying let me go ahead and jump into this man this is one that of course i picked uh you picked baltimore i think we all picked baltimore to win this one right you picked houston i picked houston okay well listen go ahead and give lamar jackson the the mvp i think we all agree on that right there um cj stroud listen dude got a huge future Houston Texans, they're, they're in good hands with C.J. Stroud. So I, I'm, I like what they got going on, D'Amico Ryan and all the whole nine, man. So, But listen, the, the, the Ravens is for real. Go ahead and put them in the Super Bowl to represent the AFC. They will beat the Kansas City Chiefs, but we'll get into that later on in the, in the doggone episode. Uh, there's really not much to say, man. It is what it is. Baltimore handled their business. It was closer than I thought it was going to be. But, uh, hey, it is what it is. Griff, what you think? Look, man. 
Y'all know we always rooting. We always rooting for Houston. We we was happy for C.J. Stroud. We know he'll most likely be rookie of the year. Um, love the coach. I, I wouldn't mind if the coach got rookie of the year too. That defense was doing something special. But the Baltimore Ravens acted like midnight to they Cinderella. Now who don't understand that? You know what happened to Cinderella at midnight? She went back to regular. Her stepsisters hated on her, and, 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 and you understand me? Did you walk around with one shoe? Well, right now, C.J. Stroud got one glass slipper, and he ain't going to be able to turn it in till next year. I'm a fan of the Texans. I'm excited for that fan base in Houston. Shout out to Praise Houston while I'm talking about it, A.V. Um, but Baltimore was too much. It was too much Baltimore. It was too much Lamar. Lamar's playing focus. He not saying nothing. Harbaugh got them boys together, and it's only one goal. That's it. So shout out to Baltimore. And uh, really, shout out to Houston and making it this far. And we thought that that would be maybe what Detroit would do, but we'll talk about them in a minute. But shout out to Houston. But the Ravens, the Ravens are legit. For sure. For sure. You know what? I pick Houston, and I, we talked about that. But I think the one thing is, after watching that game, the game was closer. For the game was close for three quarters. Yes, sir. So let's not disregard that. The problem was Houston didn't have enough offense, and that's where you can say that there may be one, not one, maybe two to three players away from being in the mix over the next two or three years to really be in contention on winning a championship or winning a Super Bowl. But right now, you could you could see where they couldn't do anything out there. Plus, you were playing outside. They're a dome team. And it was cold in Baltimore. So I'm not taking anything away from Baltimore. Baltimore has a top-rated defense. I still believe, when I look at um, uh, Lamar Jackson, yeah, he will be the MVP. He had, what, four touchdowns in the game, two rushing, and two, two passing, passing. Yes, sir. 100 yards rushing. <sighs> It's his coming out party, but I think he's in the same position that we put Steve Young back in back in the day. Even Tony Romo, and I'm speaking of the Cowboys, and Dak, even right now, is showing what you can do about getting to a championship. Right. Not the AFC championship game. It's about going to the Super Bowl. Because you could if he won if he wins two MVPs, which he this will be his second one. Right. What are we judging him on? I mean Because look. most most MVPs have that maybe one Super Bowl in their back pocket to say, hey, this, this, what else? I done this by my, I did the MVPs, but I also got the Super Bowl with the team, and we all put it together to win the championship. And I think that's the one thing. It's pressure. And no matter what we say about the first three quarters of that game, I still saw Lamar feel a little bit of pressure. Well, pressure is a privilege. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I, I don't think it's pressure. I think it's just, look, sometimes the other team is playing. Sometimes they're good too. Sometimes uh, the opponent steps up and play on that given day. And, I like Demico Ryan too. Oh yeah, he called. He ain't I afraid. Do. Man, listen, man, you got grown men out there on the field, regardless on the overall records, regardless on who the, the, the quarterbacks and all that. Sometimes the other team is like, I ain't afraid of you, and I'm I'm right here in your face, and I'm gonna be right here all night long. And that's what the Houston Texans did. And they had a shot too. I think right before the half, they had a chance to go up thirteen. They had to go up. They had to, had to jump, Had a chance to go up three points, but they missed the field goal. Right. 
And that could have changed the game because you got to have a little bit of confidence because your offense couldn't put the ball in the end zone against that defense for the, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. But you had to have some confidence knowing that at least our offense can give us points because the one touchdown came on special teams mm-hmm. for the Houston Texans on the punt return. Right. But I still like Houston. I think in the next two or three years, they're doing something Dallas couldn't do. <laughs> they won a playoff game. I mean, that's the one that I, I can't argue with they, that. They're the kings of Texas as of right now. Right now, they really are. But Baltimore is strong. We'll get into the game between them and Kansas City, but I'm not saying Super Bowl yet. Okay, well, well, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Let's let's move on over to the 49ers, squeaking past the Green Bay Packers. Now, this was the shocker right here. Like, yes, we all seen what Green Bay did last week to the Dallas Cowboys. We all seen and been been witnessing what Jordan Love has been doing the last six to eight weeks of the season. And we all thought, truthfully, after them playing the Cowboys, that that was the end of the fair tale. Yeah, we all thought yeah, that. Okay, yeah. a lot of on the same page. We thought the 49ers was going to blast them. <laughs> like, I didn't even – listen, I'm like, man, this why why even show up? It was fun while it lasted. But, once again, grown man on the other side of the ball saying, don't get it twisted, and we ain't afraid of y'all. And then when, uh, when Debo went down, I was like, okay, well, they just made it a little bit more easier. But uh, still, I mean, I wasn't – I was shocked that Green Bay was able to play with the 49ers for four quarters like that. So, uh, But 49ers found a way to win the game, and now the end of their fairy tale will be happening this week. Okay, but right. we'll get into that in a few okay, minutes. Okay. Griff, your thoughts, sir? <laughs> Ooh, that, that, that fairy niner game against Green Bay, that was not – listen, Jordan Love, Jordan Love did a great job. Green Bay uh, – Listen, I know, uh, uh, L is an L, and that's what everybody's going to say. But, man, when you lose Period. 24 to 21, you be sick all year. They're they going to be sick till September. How you – and, 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 and kudos to Green Bay, just like kudos to Houston. Nobody expected you all to make it there, but you did get there, and you got there, and uh, Christian McCaffrey happened. You understand me? Right. The white chocolate. He woke up. On the running back. Nobody (laughs) nobody seen that happening. Nobody seen that coming. So, uh, I don't know. San Francisco can't play that way. San Francisco cannot play the same way they played against Green Bay going into the NFC Championships. I got a lot of Fairy Niner fans in my family who I know, who I grew up with. They're going crazy in the yay. But uh, Green Bay just fell a little bit short. Period. I think the funny part for the 49ers, if they played that same game against the Cowboys the week before, because you, Purdy was off. When Debo went out. Mm -hmm. His rhythm was off a little bit. His rhythm was off. It was raining. I know he got, they said he had small hands and he had a problem holding on to the ball. So, and throwing the ball with the small hands and wet weather. But, Something Cam Newton said on his podcast a few weeks ago about Dak and Purdy. He's putting all these guys as game managers. You kind of understand what he was saying during that time now because everything has to be perfect, almost perfect for Purdy. I mean, he's a seventh-round pick. He was the last pick in the draft. Okay. But everything has to be perfect for him to win. It's not taking anything away from him. Right. He can't elevate players. Like, we look at Aaron Aaron Rodgers, uh, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, 
they elevate their players. They can lose guys and still go to another level. When I saw that game against Purdy, and once Debo went out, because the two best players on that team is who? McCaffrey and, and Debo. Debo. Mm-hmm. On the offense, yeah. And when Debo went out, and we saw this during the regular season, right. when they lost Trent, uh, Trent, was it Trent Williams? Trent Williams, the offensive lineman. Yeah, absolutely. They lost him, yep. they lost McCaffrey, and they lost Debo. They were a whole different team. They lost three games in a row. Right. He couldn't elevate them. Now, the one thing he did prove to me, and the one thing this Cal Shanahan has been a thorn in his side since he's been with the 49ers, if they're trailing in the fourth quarter seven points or more, he was 0-30. Purdy? Seven, no, Kyle Shanahan as a head coach, okay, period. Yeah. Okay. He was 0-31. I mean, 0-30, trailing in the fourth quarter seven points or more. Now he's one in thirty. Yeah, he got that first one out. He got back. that first yeah. one out the way, and I think that's the an biggest, interesting stat. I know. Wow. And the biggest thing was seeing Purdy on that last drive, because it took him to drive down the field. He went six or seven from the field, forty-seven yards, got him the touchdown. Okay, so the touchdown they needed. I mean, that was big. So right, so you can stop right there, bro, because he he's got it in his DNA that. If but that we, was a big question before before that before, before that, that drive. drive. Yeah. Because so, what we saw with Cleveland against Minnesota, the three games they lost, people were starting to question this guy. But he didn't have some of his weapons. Now he, I get it. You mentioned people like Kansas City, but even Kansas City, even even uh Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes this yeah. year. When he lost, look, we all know what the Chiefs have lost over the last couple of years with their weapons that 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 uh they have had on the offensive side of the Especially ball. Especially Tyreek Hill. We'll Especially Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You know, Hardman, even though Hardman's back, he's not the same. He's yeah. not the same from when he was there the first time. Yeah. So, a lot of drop passes. So, yeah. so you know, they lost a lot of games that they probably should have won whatever in the regular season. But he was he was giving that game away. I'm telling you, per, per, I mean, it was, it was plays out in the field. Green Bay really should have had a bigger lead in that game, really, because you had to pick six. Early, it could have been a pick six early, like he did against the Cowboys yeah. in the first half. Yeah, and the same guy, Green Walker. Bay. Yeah, I mean Green Bay, the same guy that caught the pick six against Dak, dropped it against Purdy. Green Bay could have won that game. They could have easily won Green that Bay game because the the 49ers, their defense kept them in. They actually should have won that game. They actually should have won that game. Let's change the word. They should have won that they doggone game. Uh, they should have won that game. But I'm telling you this: you better watch out for Jordan Love, and I, they're in your division. Oh yeah, they're young, but we ain't worried. Okay, okay. <laughs> Man, come That's on. That's the cogginess right there. Wait. I mean, we're going to get to Detroit. Worried. Hold on. Hold on. But I, I, I will say it's about. What? I need that same Jordan Love because he threw two picks in this game. And the last pick on that final drive to get in position to score, to either get a field goal to tie the game mm-hmm. or to get a win, what happened? He threw the interception into triple coverage. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that Jordan Love before. Yeah, that's the one that panicked. That, yes. that version is the one that says, oh, we got to win. We got to get this. We got to have. So it's like, you know, just stay cool. Stay calm. Let the game continue to come to you. And don't ever panic. Don't let the clock make you panic. Don't let certain coverages make you panic. Just let the game come to you. If he stays in that mode, man, he's going to have an amazing career. But he he was stellar out there. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested I, i'm not a, i'm not a packer fan period but just to see how this guy's progressed from the beginning i'm talking about jordan love from the beginning of the season yeah to where now, he is now yeah. yeah totally different player you look at the stats from uh aaron Rodgers' first year as a starter four thousand yards 
28 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, missed the playoffs. Jordan for uh, Jordan Love's first year playoffs, and that's number one. Right. Got a playoff win against Dallas. Got the win. 4,100 yards, 32 touchdowns, I mean, 11 interceptions. That's, that's pretty solid. I'm that's here, nasty, I'm, man. I'm curious to see what Brett Favre's first year was. Yeah. Because I knew Brett threw a lot of interceptions early in his career. Yeah. But uh, but that's that right there alone. Now, the game has changed yeah. a little bit. You know, it's all pass-heavy now. And um, even though it's pass-heavy, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and, you know, everything started morphing. But even now, quarterbacks now, man, they're throwing – Shoot, somebody threw for 5,000, 6,000. Did someone yeah. get 6,000 yet? Yeah, somebody got I know we got 5,000 5, yeah, last Because you know you've seen Patrick Mahomes do that. Yeah, but have and we Tom hit, Brady. <laughs> but it's 6,000 on the way. 6,000 coming the way. The way the, way the teams are, the way the oh, league is man. right now, as far as they don't want to see no defense. There's ne- you would ne- we would never, ever, ever see. I, I put this, I'll put this on, on, on everything right now. There will never, ever be another 2,000-yard rusher. And don't you think that one person was bitter watching this game? Who's that one person? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, because he yeah. wanted out. He oh, wanted yeah. out. He wanted out of Green Bay. He didn't mit, He didn't really mix with uh, Matt LaFleur. Right. But then now Matt LaFleur, with a young guy like Jordan Love, he's becoming a coach. And I saw what he did against the Cowboys. They had a perfect game plan. And they had a game plan to win this game. It was there for them. But they better go get a kicker. Because that was the other thing that cost them this game, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but, kicker. But but back to the Aaron Rodgers situation. I'm not so sure if he really mad because if he didn't get hurt, the Jets would be in the conversation, bro. But, but that's your team. You want a championship. We, and you I know get, how I God, get it. I get it. You get a little bit jealous. You don't want to see them succeed, right? I mean – I don't. I like seeing people succeed. I can't well, speak. Well, I know you Aaron. are. You positive. But yeah, I, you, I, mean, I mean, we're talking about guys like me. But if, and Griff. if but if Aaron, <laughs> that's a good point. If if Aaron didn't get hurt, man, I still believe that the Jets would be in the conversation right now, representing that you know oh. in, in the AFC. In I, the AFC, yes. Look how tough the AFC it was this year. They would have. They would have knocked off the Bills. But and my, the Bills and the Dolphins. Uh man, the dog on listen. When you lose your quarterback and, and the Jets, when they let, and I know we a little bit off off subject just a little bit, but just think about this. When Aaron went down, the air deflated from the entire stadium, the entire state, <laughs> well, you, you the invest, green part of the you state. You invested everything in, in, in Aaron Rodgers. It's yes. like, so, but the Jets still, the first half of the season, mm-hmm. they were still playing. They, they were still staying in games. They were, you know, they were they was giving themselves a chance to win games the first half of the season with their backup quarterback. So just imagine if Aaron was there. Man, they would have won probably 90% of those games. You know what I'm saying? Then they finally just say, you know what? I just don't see them being there. Shit, the ASC man. was tough. The ASC, I mean, yeah, I, I, the way Buffalo came on at the end, I mean, that was big. But then, like I said, Miami was doing their thing. You still had um, – who else in the AFC? Kansas you got, City. You got the Ravens. And the of Ravens. Of course, yeah. I mean, I, I just can't. And I, then you got a Houston. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I still think Aaron would have made a big difference So you difference think Houston would, been, Houston would have been better than the Jets if Aaron Rodgers played? No, the Jets would have been better than Houston. You think Jets would have been better yeah, than absolutely. Houston? Okay. Absolutely. And Houston probably wouldn't have gotten to the playoffs. God, the Jets would have had that spot. That's just my opinion. It is what it is. He had no offensive line either. That was the big part. Remember that. Well, that was 
That was the big part. Yeah, because what's his name did get sacked a lot throughout yeah. the season. Yes, <laughs> okay then. We'll, 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 <laughs> you better rethink we'll that. Pa- we'll pause that conversation <laughs> until next year. Okay. Let's move on over to the game of the weekend. And um, my wife said after watching, listening to you last week, she can't stand you after, especially with the Detroit. Come on, she man. She loves you for everything else, but you get too overhyped for this Detroit thing. Tell you something, thing. man, because this is real. This is not a fluke. I know some people was like, oh, yeah, Detroit, Detroit, they're going to lose and blah, blah, blah. This is not – this is Dan Campbell. Let me tell you why Detroit is such a good team. I like Dan Campbell. We already got some good players. Mm -hmm. We're already a solid team. Mm -hmm. Jared Goff was written off, even in his own head. He was a castaway. Jared Goff (laughs) written off his own self. He was a castaway. Nobody wanted him. He knew he was at the end like, all right, this is going to be it. I'm probably going to be wind up in Canadian Football League or XFL or something. You know, he probably was contemplating retiring early or whatever because or trying to get up out of Detroit before Dan Campbell came. Dan Campbell said, bro, I want you. This is where I always preach to people about your coach, a real good coach that knows how to get to the psyche of your players and get the best out of your players. This is what Dan Campbell is. He said, I don't want to bring in another quarterback. I want you. You are my Tom Brady. He's got Jared Goff believing that he is just as good as Tom Brady or better. And that's why Jared Goff is coming into these games with confidence like, yo, I can still play because my coach believes in me. What they go with, what, 3-13-1 and one in that first year with Goff and uh... – and Dan Campbell, yeah, it was three thirteen and one. Then they had, then they barely. I think they was one game under five hundred the next year, um, or they might have finished five hundred. one of the two. That's but, when they beat Green Bay. They knocked Green Bay out the playoffs. That was last year. That was last year. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken. Buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Remember at the toward the end of this the season? Dan, this is Campbell's third year. This is third this, year? This is third year. Okay. Well, it, it's this not his fourth year. This, this is, is year number three. Yeah. So that was last year Absolutely. when they knocked out Green Bay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So Detroit's for real, man. And we got Jameer Gibbs. By the way, Campbell, can you please keep Jameer on the field more often? You got to play Jameer Gibbs more because when he's on the field, the defense has nothing. That's one see? less thing that they got to worry about. I mean, that's one more thing they got to worry about. Did you see that stiff warm he got? Oh, man. <laughs> Going to the end zone. I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> it's part of strategy. But, man, when Jameer Gibbs is on the field, that's one more thing that the defense got to worry about. So, listen, we ain't just happy to be here. We ain't one of them Detroit teams to say, man, whew, we just glad to be in the playoffs. This is our Super Bowl. No, no, no. No, no, no. We going to handle the 49ers. I don't know if you want me to go into the picks yet, but no, uh, no he ain't going. Okay, no so Griff, dog. go ahead, Griff. I'm you, a you, dog. You out. listen. I'm I'm gonna pause right there and wait before we start predicting. But Griff, you take it from here, dog. The D, the D. What up, though? Detroit. Hey, man, Rock. Let me tell you something, man. I, you, you could, you could feel the energy of the Detroit Lions. Through your television, you could feel the fans. You could the the cameras was shaking. The the it was it was so intense in there, dog. 
it was so intense in there and, and i was laughing because the commentators were saying stuff like it's crazy in this dome when when the lions are on the field you can hear a cockroach sneeze but when they not the whole place is trembling like it's bananas man let me tell you something baker mayfield remember last year in the nfc championship and they started that fourth string black dude from the 49ers remember how big his eyes was every play he just looked like remember fear the dog cartoon that's that's how baker mayfield looked like fear the dog uh detroit rock detroit not just not just one playoff win not just two playoff wins what can detroit do come on man come on. i'm happy for the tone the whole town okay, better okay. made chips on come me on. <laughs> yes sir i mean this is a love fest for detroit you know about my the better made chips man come on dog yes y'all act like y'all won a championship sure, okay we bought the win we bought the win Don't the nfc rock. championship we, we'll get into that i mean the game you gotta admit you said there i know you watched this game this game was closed for three quarters it don't matter I'm just, I'm, but you gonna bring that up? It don't matter. Okay, all right. It don't matter. Right. We in the playoffs. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't gotta worry about all the ticky tag. Well, if this would have happened, you would have lost. If this would have happened, you would have won. If this would have happened, blah, blah, man, who won the game? Wins and losses. Don't you say this all the time? It's all about who won. Why I don't care who my, won by a tenth again? of a doggone <laughs> point. Throw that in my face, man. Shoot. I'm just saying. I'm saying Tampa Bay had they had plays out there to be made. Look at the first drive for uh for uh, Detroit when they were throwing the ball in the end zone. That should have been an interception. It should have been a pick. You got to catch the ball. Hey. On Mike on Mike Evans' interception, the ball was thrown right. He's a Hall you know of Famer receiver. You know why he, did, you know why okay. he dropped that ball? He why? thought he was about to get lit up across the middle. That's part of intimidation, <laughs> which is part of the game of the Roaring Lion defense. That's all that is. Okay. He had alligator arms. Like, oh, I don't want to get hit. That's why he dropped the ball. Let's keep it real. Go ahead and continue. And, and the biggest part of this, I don't blame the interception on, on Baker Mayfield. It's going to count against him. But the one at the end, at the end of the game, where you got to loft the ball a little bit higher, because that they were going in for the either going for the tie. Right. Now I didn't understand this from Todd Bowles. When they scored that touchdown to only be down by seven points. Right. And he went for the two point conversion. Yeah. Why would you do it there? And I'm getting tired of the analytics and all the stuff about That's why they did it, which is bull I, crap. I don't like it either. I, I don't like them numbers either. All the stats I mean, the and d- analytics like Don't you think that's dumb? You yeah. go you go for the Go for the sure points. Right. Give me seven, because then if we get the ball back, we stop you guys. We get the ball back. Mm-hmm. Now we're only down by seven points. Yes, sir. I'm not stressing out trying to see if I can get that two-point conversion. We at least try to get the overtime. Oh, God. I just didn't understand that, yeah. I just didn't. But when he did that, I'm like, yeah. I know you did. Go I ahead know, and go for I, it. I know you go did. Ahead. I'm like, don't take the points <laughs> off the board. Don't do that, man. Go for the extra point. Don't yes, be sir. down by seven. Yes, sir. But the game was close. And I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Detroit this. This right here. I'm gonna give y'all the credit for because this happened in the Rams game the week before and this week. Mm-hmm. When they go out and score, because they did this against the Rams, they had three straight touchdowns against the Rams. Yes, sir. At one point. Yes, sir. And they had three straight touchdowns. Oh, we get the ball up and down the field now. But I'm saying this happened in the fourth quarter, third and fourth quarter uh, against uh, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Three straight touchdowns against Tampa. They really put that game away. I mean, Tampa still had a shot to tie the game. Mm-hmm. But I like the I like the way the Lions go on the run. I like Dan Campbell. I do. He's old school. Come on, dog. So I'm not going to sit up here and argue with that. He reminds me of the like the Sean Payton, the Bill Parcells, all those guys. 
He ride for his players. He ride for his players. Win or lose. Because he was a player. He was a player. A mistake. And he was a- man, I love when players make a mistake and he pull them over and say, man, you good? Come on, let's go. Shake out of him. Let's go. Show me. You know, I, 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 he don't just punish him. It ain't about, man, you come on over here and you sit down and you think about what you just did. He's like, man, you good. Keep, play through it. We, let's go. We need you out there. And I, the one thing I do like, and I ain't, I ain't part of y'all love fest that you and Griff doing right now for Detroit. But I do like Dan Campbell. I like when the Rams let Jared Goff go. Right. After going to the Super Bowl, losing to the New England Patriots mm-hmm. because you couldn't, the offense couldn't do anything. That To me, that was on McVay, too. You couldn't do anything against that New England's defense that at the particular time. You got rid of Jared because y'all didn't think y'all could win a championship with him. Nobody wanted this guy. Yeah. But Dan Campbell said, You're my guy. You're my guy. Let's go. We want you. Win or and lose, that's all that matters. We going to war with you. I respect that. Come on, dog. I do. I really do. We finna shock the world, man. I mean, <laughs> listen. And I picked the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl. But and so I'm, I I took my fan hat, my Detroit super fan hat off, and I put my sports genius hat on and said, "You know what? At the end of the day, the the, the 49ers, well, you know what? Just save it. Let me say. I can't believe it. Oh, Let me say. Let's get talk. Let's get to the Buffalo Bills. They fell short again, man. They just You want to see how he starts? I don't know how he starts here. Uh I didn't hear this one. I I think I did. I think I remember right. Okay. It's, it's the same kind of situation. Okay. Uh so yeah, Griff clean this part up. Um All right, so let, let's let's go ahead and finish talking about what the Buffalo Bills did. They fell again. They fall short again. The Bills got some kind of curse on them. I mean, Kansas City. Oh, you talking about no the, the Bills. Bills? Yeah, <laughs> because you finally get Patrick Mahomes on the road. That's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. He said that's what y'all wanted. <laughs> he said it. You get what you want. <laughs> you you one of the hottest teams in the league right now because Buffalo did pick it up going into the playoffs. They was hot. In my opinion, you still got probably third best quarterback in the league. You know what I'm saying? You got Patrick, you got Lamar Jackson. You got to start putting Josh Allen right there right after that. Mm-hmm. And you had the game won. And I, I, I get it. Yeah, you missed the field goal. Field goal could have probably put it in the overtime, you know, depending on what Patrick would have done after that. I get all that. But the game shouldn't have even been that close. Like, I, I think the Bills should have been up at least by 13 points, you know, going into the last – you know, midway through the fourth quarter. But this, you know, is, but this is the kind of games they play. Come on, man. I, I understand what you're saying, but this is it. I don't I don't see your boy coming back. I don't see Diggs coming back. So you're talking about Is this Diggs last year? Or you got one more year in his contract? Got one more year, you got one but more? He probably he'll <laughs> we'll get into Diggs in a minute. He's gonna probably hold out. He gonna <laughs> probably say, Listen, go ahead and just trade me. We're gonna get into him because yeah. yeah yes. He's gonna probably request a trade like for real. Like uh, but, hey, there's nothing to say, man. The Bills did what they had to do. Griff, you know what you got to say the about The Bills, the Bills, the Bills. The Bills let down the whole world, man. That's all I'm going to say. The Bills let down the whole world. You at home, you get to beat your Goliath. Ain't nobody read that story before. Ain't no book where David lost. You wouldn't even read it. You wouldn't go to church if you found out David lost. David and Goliath, and Goliath beat the hell out of David. Like nobody wanna, <laughs> nobody wanna hear that story, man. So, man, and and of course everybody gonna say the spirit of Scott Norwood. 
the kicker who missed in the 90s who still can't go nowhere. He actually has a, an amazing 30 for 30 special. But I blame it on Josh, man. I blame it on Josh. Josh, he could have did some more check downs. He could have. Nah, we're not going to blame this one on a kicker, Josh. You were supposed to score, dog. You wasn't supposed to tie it up. You wasn't supposed to go into overtime. Or you supposed to score. You at the home. You at the house. Superman don't kind of win. Superman don't kind of win. So now that we talking about it, Patrick Mahomes is Josh Allen's kryptonite. I'm going to go ahead and say it out loud. I don't hate the Chiefs. I do loathe that Patrick Mahomes is in my division. But like y'all said, man, I, I've been telling y'all for years, we got Mahomes problems, and, and, and the Bills do too. Ain't no I rivalry. can't even disagree with that, Griff. You know, Josh Josh is in his – Josh has got Patrick Mahomes in his head. Like, <laughs> it is – you just described it the best way, that kryptonite. There it is. I'm going to give you this fun fact about the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. How did the uh, Kansas City Chiefs get Patrick Mahomes? They got him in 2017. They made a trade with who? The Bills to move oh, up to the 10th spot. Oh, so the Bills would have had Patrick. <laughs> Ooh, I they forgot moved about up to that. the 10th spot. Whatever they had Josh Allen. So, but you helped out the Kansas City Chiefs by moving by having them move up to get Patrick to- Mahomes. And the Bills received the 27th overall pick, the third round pick, uh, the 91st overall in 2018, and the first round pick in 2018. Right, right. Okay. So, okay. But that's your kryptonite. You're the cause. You're the curse. What you said a while ago about the Bills being mm-hmm. their own curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you helped them get Patrick Mahomes. And to me, this is one of the better games of the day. Yeah. It really was. I like when these two ke- two teams meet, even though in a regular season. Josh Allen, he's three and one against Patrick Mahomes, three and one. But in the playoffs, but in the playoffs, what is he? Come on, zero and three. Come on, man. It's and a, that's when it matters, right? And no disrespect to Josh, he's still one of the best. Oh, I like him. The yeah. dude is a dog. Like he's he's a unicorn when it comes to playing that quarterback position. But hey, you can't get Patrick Mahomes out your head. He is your biot. <laughs> but see, and, and people want to say, what do they need? Okay, it ain't. It's not about what they need. I think they have the players right now. It's about making plays. Yeah, you got to make a yeah. lot of plays on the field. Kansas City, we've been dogging them out all year because you got guys dropping passes. You didn't really see Kelsey play really much great. I mean, he didn't play great this year. The whole like, second half of the season, Kelsey yeah, disappeared. Exactly. But what happened when the lights are on? When it really mattered, they showed up. It wasn't no drop passes in this game against Buffalo. That was the big key. Mm-hmm. Kelsey did show up. Two touchdowns for Kelsey. 75 yards in this game. Yeah, but I want the Kelsey that with the touchdown celebration dances. I need that Kelsey back. Well, you like, know, well he's, with Swift, he's with Taylor Swift I get Swift it, man. Now. Give Taylor that. Swift a little I love yeah. you hearts. Okay, I mean, he's cool. He's in love now. Do that after you hit the Quan. When, you know, when he's with the sister, he yeah. do that. Hit the Quan <laughs> first. Do the dances <laughs> first. Then you can do the little heart thing. Come on, and Kelsey. No, he, didn't, he do that with the sister. Come when on. he's with the sister, he didn't give her the heart, did he? Travis Kelsey, come on, man. <laughs> touchdown dance, man. That's the version we want. And it's about making plays, but remember this. McDermott, the head coach for Buffalo, what happened in the fourth quarter when it's fourth down and five on your own, inside your own 30? What happened? Oh, man. The yeah. fake punt? Yeah, well, you see, but there's a reason why he did that. I understand The other that. team had 10 players on because, the field. Uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo pointed out it was 10 players on 10 the field. Pl- so it's like, hey, man, we got 11, you got 10. Somebody going to be. But we- that's the play you pick. 
well, when everybody's bunched up already in the middle. With it. I don't think they planned to do an uh, a fake punt, but I think when they noticed it on the fly, that oh, they only got ten players, then they called an audible. So if they would have planned like a legitimate, hey, we're gonna fake punt this bad boy from yeah. the start, it would have been it would have been a better result. Now that 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 was countered by what happened because I thought the game was going to be over right then and there. You get the ball to the Kansas City Chiefs at, at your 30. Mm-hmm. They drove the ball down the field, got it inside the five. And I hate when people do this. Just get the ball to Pacheco. Yeah. Please. Come on. Why do you want to get fancy down here? Yeah, Pacheco's a dog. Bro. He's a dog. He he runs like, you know, you see these guys, these kids still in He stuff. runs like he don't care. Well, that's it. He can care less about concussions. Yeah. He can care like, I want you to hit me. He ain't trying to go down early. He wants to hit. But you try to do, and I, I hate this with coaches. They try to be be smarter than what they are when you should just hand the ball off. Right. You did that little sweep to the outside. Homeboy uh, tried to reach over, score a touchdown, got mm-hmm. the ball knocked out, mm-hmm. ended up being a touchback in the end zone. So that made the game even closer then because that could have put the game away. Right, right. But then on, on that next drive for Buffalo, and that's where I get into Diggs, what happened with Diggs? We talk about Diggs, what happened last year when he wasn't getting the ball against Cincinnati in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Josh threw a perfect ball to him downfield. Touchdown. Dropped it. Dropped it. Dro- dro- dropped it. I mean, right there, and it hit him in the pads Why? right here. Dropped you, it. You're a receiver. You have one job. Is Catch to do the ball. What? Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to hear anything about it, uh, Josh Allen and all this kind of stuff. No. You had your shot. You preach. That's the game winner. Well, I'm with you when you're right. That's a game winner because on that same drive, what happens later on, Josh Allen fumble. Right. Boy, the football guys are looking out for them. He fumbled. <laughs> yep. Kansas City didn't want to jump on the ball. They got it back. Buffalo got the ball back, moved in the field goal range, and this is the killer. This is your home stadium, right? Mm-hmm. You know the wind is blowing, right? Right. You're throwing the ball to the end zone, which is fine, but you know it's third down. What do most coaches, most coaches do? You check off, get you about five, six more yards, get them closer as you can mm-hmm. to try to tie this game. Absolutely. And he didn't do that. Yep. And you get what you deserve at the you end. You could have won a screen, draw. Just to a, get a few a, yards a, a and get flare, them closer. A flare, swing the back out the backfield. You know the wind is blowing, Absolutely. but they didn't do it. Yep. But then what happens? Wide right. Something they're used to. Mm-hmm. That's what we that's what we normally see with the Buffalo Bills. So I don't feel sorry from that sense, but I it's think, a t- it was a tough loss. Look, as long as you got Josh Allen, you got a chance to always have winning seasons. But I think this is the but down. This is the best this, shot. This is the start of the downfall of the Buffalo Bills. Like yeah. they still may, they still may make the playoffs like this but year. Everybody I mean, has year. a window. Everybody has yep. a window, and that window but starting to close. Exactly. I don't see them going deep in the playoffs next year if they do make it. If they make it. Okay. But. Um, Let's get into what's happening this week. That's the pass. We spent enough time talking about the pass. Uh, go ahead. Which which games you want to talk about first? There's only there's only a couple of them. <laughs> and I there's hate only, that too. The there's only a couple so of them. <laughs> the first game. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good. That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich. Because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. <laughs> of the day is the uh, AFC championship game. Okay. So we're going with, we got the Ravens. 
The Kansas City Chiefs at the Ravens. And they got, they're going to Baltimore. So there's no more Patrick Mahomes on the road. He just proved that I can go to a hostile environment mm-hmm. and win. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Listen, man, there's nothing in the way, not even Patrick Mahomes, of Lamar Jackson getting to the Super Bowl. Okay. The, dude, the dude is on a whole nother mindset right now. He's like, look, y'all didn't want to pay me, so I sat out. Y'all see what happens without me on the for, me on the court uh, on the field. Then he comes back after he gets his check and puts up MVP numbers, which he should get with no agent. With no agent, all the money is him and his mama. I love it. I love it. Take notes because he understood his value and he proved it this year. And guess this one last note. Guess guess how much he's making this year salary wise? What eighty million? Guess how much Purdy's making for what? the San Francisco 49ers? What? Eight hundred seventy thousand, <laughs> but he's got his coming. Purdy, he got his Purdy's coming, got his look, coming. Look, look at the difference, <laughs> yeah. my God! Yeah, he's still playing through his, his little rookie contract. <laughs> oh he got goodness. his coming. Yeah, he got his coming. But but back to Lamar, man. Listen, the Ravens. Listen, that's they got their little old game out the way from sitting out a couple of weeks. They worked out the little kinks and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Man, they finna they finna roll, and and I don't think it's gonna be that close of a game. Like. The, right. This we're gonna get the Kansas City Chiefs that we've seen play most of the year this year, like the middle part of the year when they was kind of like they ain't the same. That's the version of Kansas City Chiefs we are gonna get this week, and I think I think Ravens gonna beat them by a couple touchdowns. <laughs> I said it. I'm making my prediction now. So you going with you going with uh Ravens? The Ravens. They gonna win by a couple touchdowns. I like the Ravens defense. Come on, man. I know you got the MVP. It hadn't been given to him yet, but he's gonna get the MVP. So two-time MVP, Lamar Jackson. But I'm telling you right now, after what I saw against Buffalo, Kansas City finds a way to win because they got him. Who is him? Patrick Mahomes. And that's, to me, that's all that matters right now. Who's the better quarterback between those two? Don't give me, don't, don't go by the numbers. I'm just saying if you had, if you're a GM right now and you had to make a decision on, on Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, who would you pick right now? Right now? Right now. Truthfully. Yeah. Let me, let me ponder on that for a second. <laughs> right like now? Like, right, right now. now. Right now. I mean, listen. It's hard, it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes because they both in their prime. Okay. That's what I that's why I'm asking. But right the now, I think Lamar Jackson is is playing better quarterback. I think he's playing better than Patrick Mahomes right now. So right now I'm taking Lamar. Like right now I'm now overall. If you say okay, this is gonna be your franchise quarterback for the next, you know, eight to ten years, I'm going with Patrick. But for right now, I got Lamar. I think the amazing part for the Kansas City Chiefs: six straight AFC Championship games. That's amazing, bro. No, Two hey. championships. Flip a coin, man. I know you can flip a coin. I'm going Patrick Mahomes. He's him. For what I seen last week against uh, against Buffalo. Guys finally catching passes. The lights are bright now. They know they're two games away from uh, winning the championship. I think they'll be ready, and I think they're going to knock off the Ravens. Not think they will knock off the Ravens. We, okay, we're going to find out. Let's get listen. Let's get to the real game. <laughs> let's, let's get ready to wrap this know, up and get to the real game. I know you couldn't wait. Go ahead. Detroit going out to the West Coast to sunshine, baby. Taking on them 49ers. Look. I'm gonna be the first to say weather's good. The weather's gonna be great. Okay, no rain. And um, I, I, I have 49ers in the, in the Super Bowl. On paper, the 49ers are a better team than, than my Detroit Lions. 
on paper, they're a better team, especially when they're healthy. We don't know if Debo Samuel is going to be playing. They're saying he's 50-50. Right yeah, 50-50. But even if Debo's out there. Okay. Now, look, there's nothing out there in the league that can stop Debo. We got to bring prime time back to try to stop Debo. There's nothing out there. That's going to stop Debo. So well, I'm not prime, even. I'm ain't going to tackle. So how are you going to stop him? Well, he he got to catch it first. Once he once he get in the open, he, he got ca- to tackle. He okay. got to catch it first. Right. Okay. <laughs> prime, prime the blanket now. Don't we? Don't want to go there now. So so look, Debo. Even if he plays, he gonna get his. It, it is what it is. He gonna get his. We keep throwing this term around about fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Now there's a such thing as a live happily ever after in some of these fairy tales. And I believe my Detroit Lions is going to be living happily ever after in this fairy tale. And they're going to knock off the giant of the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl, baby. And we're going to be partying in Vegas, man. Pick the Detroit Lions to upset. This is the upset of the season to go into 49er land and beat San Francisco. Because you know what? It's going to go back to that doggone Brock Purdy that you just mentioned a few minutes ago. He's oh, now you like it. Now he, you like yeah. my Brock Purdy statements. See, now this, you like this it. Is, this is when he panics. <laughs> this is the game that he says, uh-oh, what's going on? It was whatever. And he panics, and he's going to do something in this game. He's going to make a couple of mistakes that's going to end up hurting him. Detroit Lions will upset and win the game. So you go with the 49ers all year, Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. You want to change the week before the NFC Championship game, right? Yes, sir. Okay, that's fine. Yes, sir. I'm going to give you this. Both offenses are mirror, mirrors of each other. You look in the mirror, if San Francisco look in the mirror, they see Detroit. Mm-hmm. When Detroit look in the mirror, you see the 49ers because you have Gibbs, you have Debo. And we got St. Brown. Yep. I mean, you got, you got talent on both sides. Yes, sir. The question is, bad weather, good weather. I think Purdy, if good, if it's good weather, I think uh, Purdy can match uh, golf. I really do. I think where the biggest key come for the Detroit Lions on the defensive side, who can make the stops? And I think I think the 49ers can make more stops in Detroit. Beware of Hutchinson. Beware. Come on, Nate. Of Hutchinson. Okay. Beware. I, I like the believe I know me. they got Bosa. I get it. Beware. Who would you take out of those two? Bosa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that beware. I ain't no, I ain't I mean, no fool now. I ain't no fool okay, now. All right, don't right. <laughs> and you won't see the same thing that you saw in Tampa last week. I mean, uh, in Detroit, when Detroit played Tampa. And when Baker Mayfield hikes the ball, Hutchins come free. Out of all the people on that defensive line, you're going to let him come free to hit your quarterback. Yeah, that, that was a miss. They miscommunicated. And that was that two or three happened. times in that game. It's all right. You won't see that against the 49ers. I think the biggest key right now, like I said, which defense is better? And right now, I'm seeing the 49ers defense is better. I'm seeing Kansas City and the um, and the San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl. Okay, a rematch of 2019. All right, I got Detroit Baltimore, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Griff, who you got? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I hate I hate Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's ruined my life all these years, and he's gonna continue to ruin my life. I know we got Antonio Pierce as a head coach now. <laughs> But he's going to suck eventually in two or three years, and I'll be looking for somebody else. So if y'all don't know, Griff connection loss. His, his Wi-Fi is, is shot. I think he's still in South Africa again. So, uh, Well, we know he ain't going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he – I think – I think I'm, I'm pretty safe to say that he's picking – he's with me on this one. He's picking the Ravens. Ravens yeah. in Detroit. 
So we're going to find out. We'll see what happens, though, man. But there it is, man. So uh, I hate the homies podcast. Continue to tell a friend to tell a friend. You don't want to do the Cowboys? You want to end it? So real quick before we get up out of here, let's talk about the soap operas that's happening in Dallas with the Dallas Cowboys and C.D. Lamb's mama and all that, everything else. So uh, let's get into that next. All right, so go ahead, dog. Would you you let, know what? I thought the Dallas series, you know, with Jr. Cliff, Pam, who else was in that series back in the day? Bobby. Llewellyn. Llewellyn. Yeah, all of <laughs> them back in the day. I thought that series was over. Dallas is bringing that soap opera back. Hey, man. Because after you lose to the Green Bay Packers, you got everybody heading to social media now. So Everybody. Everyone that's under a rock, tell them what's going on. Okay, the Cowboys lose to, well, I don't know if you want to say lose. They got spanked. Yes, got sir. embarrassed by the Green Bay Packers last week. Right. And you didn't really hear from the players after the game. They did their, you know, their normal press conferences after the game. But it's what happened five, six days later on social media because now you got – who's your three stars on this football team for the Cowboys? CeeDee Lamb, Dak Prescott, and – well, it depends. Michael Parsons. Yeah, Michael Parsons. There you go. And believe me, those three stars. Because Diggs is hurt. Those three stars right there. Right. They had everybody speak up for them on social media. Starting with CeeDee Lamb's mama. CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> Yo, mama? I think it's going to cause friction right here. So CeeDee Lamb's mother, uh, she didn't like what happened after the game, at the game against the Packers, but she said Dak ain't it. Mm, just straight up called him out. Now, is that her saying that, or is that her hearing her son say that? I mean, according to the internet, it came out of her mama, right? I mean, her mouth, right? It came out of her mouth, or it came on. It was on social media. But you know, these guys talk to their family members. Hey, man, look, she wants him in Houston. That's home. She, she said, "Cowboys, please trade him because I think he have a better career with C.J. Stroud." Ooh, that's dirty on Dak. That's dirty <laughs> on Dak. How do you come back and Ooh. play with this guy? Or how can y'all be teammates? But let's be real, man. CD has had the best season of his career. Reception-wise, I mean, yards too, but receptions. He with his quarterback, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Dak, Brock, Dak just had the best season of his career. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive through with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two butter buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Yeah. And those were a one-two punch. One of the best in the league. Yes or no? Yeah, I So agree. you can't really, I mean, I get it. Dak didn't win. The Cowboys lost, but you can't go that hard on Dak. The dude, the dude helped CD have his best season. <laughs> so, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I get it, Mom. You're frustrated. And we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't know if there's something else internal that's going on in the locker room or but whatever. But stays, you got to play with this guy. Knowing that your mama just... <laughs> Dad got to know your mama don't like me, man. Hey, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Dak sent CD Lamb a text message when that hit social media and say, "Hey, man, do we need to talk?" I'm sure they had a conversation. I hope they did, man. But the, the soap opera doesn't stop there, right? Uh, Tad Prescott, Ooh. which is Prescott's brother. Yes, sir. He 
he went out to social media and said this, Cowboy fans, why continue to DM me? Trust me, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. I, too, want him out of Dallas. The city and organization have been great to me and to my family, but done nothing but drama and so-called fans. But he loves his team. He wants to bring rings, is what he says. Okay, so he's he 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 said his opinion without throwing Dak under the bus. He didn't make it seem like Dak was saying that. Yeah, he makes it seem like Dak was saying that. So that's how you if you going fr- you can put your frustrations out about how you feel about it. But I'm glad he didn't say that he didn't make it seem like Dak was wanting to get out. He yeah. just wants his brother to leave. But that didn't stop there. Yeah. Now we go to Michael Parsons' brother. <laughs> I got to go to the story. My God. It's As just, the world turns. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm looking at my phone. And see, this is this is not normal, man. It's just social media. Mm-hmm. People, be, family's been doing this for years, even before social media. We just never <laughs> knew about it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's none of this stuff surprised me or shocks me. It is what it is. It's just social media makes it so easy to, to express your opinion, put your thoughts out there, mm-hmm. where the whole world can see it instantly. Okay, this is uh, this is Terrence. <clears throat> Terrence Parsons Jr., Michael Parsons' brother. Okay. He's saying he's throwing everybody on the bus. He said he talked about his brother should be gone from the Cowboys. Oh, come on. He's blaming Dan Quinn, Mike McCarthy, uh, uh, and some of the players on the offensive side for what they've done with this team. And he wants his brother gone from this football team. Now, Parsons, Michael Parsons came out and said his brother doesn't speak for him. Right. But, I mean, I'm telling you, these guys talk to their family members. These family members know what's going on behind closed doors. I get all that, but sometimes you do got that rogue family member like, what's his name? Patrick Mahomes' brother, who always getting in oh, trouble. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're going to always have that rogue family member that's just going to speak their mind and just say what they want to say for whatever reason. I don't see... Man, if Patrick, Mar- I mean, if um Michael Parsons somehow leaves Dallas, that's not gonna happen. First of all, that's not gonna. They're happen. They're gonna give him the doggone key to the city. They are gonna give him whatever he want when it's time for the, you know, when it's time to increase and extend his contract. Mm-hmm. So that ain't gonna happen. So I think that's just an honest situation of a family member just expressing their thoughts and frustrations. Okay, here's here's that quote from uh, Terrence Prescott. I mean Terrence Parsons. He blames Dak Prescott and the coaches for all of it saying that quarterback and defensive coordinator Dan Quinn should pack their bags while calling for head coach Mike McCarthy to be replaced by, which is not going to happen now, Jim Harbaugh mm. and uh, Mike Vabral. Ah, I don't know about Vabral. So he has a shopping list, which yeah. we know that's not going to happen now because nah. Mike McCarthy's coming back next season. Now, Mike McCarthy's going after next year. Now, after next year, yeah. if they don't win, because I think it's Super Bowl a bust for him. Yeah, exactly. But, but he'll get his wish, but... I don't know how you play in this locker room when you got all this friction between players. We don't know and if your star players. We don't know if it's friction between the players. We just, got, it's, it's friction between the family as family, of right now. But I'm saying now you got to deal with that. I, I know what you're saying. Most of these guys will probably have a conversation. Right, with each other. With each other and yeah. say, hey, man, that, they're not speaking for me. But I'm telling you, even if some, even if somebody told me that, I'm, in my back of my mind I'm going, but why would he say it? Once again, you got these rogue family members. No, no, but I'm saying you know how we think sometimes. I get it. I yeah. get it. Why would he say it? It was brought to somebody brought that to his attention. Right. The way I play, 
Because now you got CD CD Lamb mother saying Dak ain't it. Right. This ain't our first time thinking that. Look, somebody else has said that, and you said this. You even texted while the game was going on against Green Bay. You said the um, the chemistry the chemistry between Dak CD and Dak and was not great that day. Right. And I and I was thinking that the Cowboys was overthinking the game plan and saying, okay, CD, early off, we're gonna use you as a decoy because I know they're gonna put two on you. And we're going to start working the offense, doing, trying to do other things. But I think CD was like, man, we ain't, that ain't working. So, but start, Dak was, but Dak was off that day, period. Yeah. But for I the think, first half. Yeah. I, I literally think that, okay, that's the game plan, but it ain't working. And CD probably was like, all right, man, start throwing me the ball. And that's when Dak started forcing the ball to CD. And it was just like, man, they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it. Couldn't get on the same page for nothing. Now I can't wait for training camp. I'm telling you, this, soap, this is a soap opera. This should be a television <laughs> show. You can make money off of this. I know who, who was doing the uh, hard knock, not the hard knocks this year. Detroit. Detroit? Detroit? No, Whatever, it was Miami. Last year. Miami. That's right. That's right. Miami. That's they right. should have Dallas on right now. Hey man, Dallas been on hard knocks like twice already. <laughs> I know, but this is this is more drama right here. This is <laughs> this is easy TV. We're gonna find out, man. On that note, it's time to get up out of here. Y'all understand that. Uh, the sports genius Rock Teasy for Sheezy will be a Super Bowl champion with my mighty Detroit Lions after this. I ain't giving you that. After this. Because you, you changed your pick. Hey, dog. You've been going with the 49ers all year long, and you're going to change the pick now. I got a great excuse and exception right now, Jack. So when the 49ers win, what you going to come in and say Monday? I lost. Or Tuesday. I okay. lost. All right. Hey, man, I don't mind. Hey, if I lose, I lose. I ain't going to make no excuse. So on that note, man, y'all go tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe, download. Thank you for listening to I Hate the Homies podcast. Rock Teasy is who I beasy. It's your homie, Griff. <laughs> Super Dave, take it away. <laughs> and it's your boy, Super Dave. But guess what, y'all? We, we don't, don't care. care. Deuces. Ah, I hate the homies. <laughs> <laughs>